Hello and welcome. This is Friend Request and I am Justin Lamb. This is episode three. Super exciting episode because I got to interview Samantha Maltrup. A uh, little quick history you'll hear about in the beginning, and I, I think I disclaimer this too much, but uh, I know the least about Sam. I met her as she was a waitress at a diner that I used to frequent um, between the ages of like 16 and 20. I would go here and I would write in my notebooks like like journal and and uh, right. she, uh, like a few other people that I'm friends with on Facebook, uh, shout out to Kara Cantrell, um, different last name now. Ooh, the mystery deepens. Um, she was one of the people that put up with me that drinking coffee and maybe eating fries with a total bill of like $3, uh, sitting there for hours at a time, just journaling and writing songs. Uh, but Sam is a medium, uh, and we'll discuss terminology in the podcast too. Because I might have got that wrong. I think uh, there's a lot of different words. Psychic, medium, uh, telepath. I don't know. There's a bunch of different words associated with what she does. And we'll get into some of that as well. So if you want to learn a little bit about that, as well as some of Sam's history, which is pretty uh, intriguing, I highly encourage you uh, sit back and enjoy this interview with Sam Multrip. You can follow her on Facebook and Instagram. She is called The Soul Therapist. Very, very, very large following uh, on Facebook. Not as big on Instagram, which she gets into at the end. So if you want to follow her, I'm sure she'd enjoy that. But check her out, and I will uh, talk to you after the episode. Well, thank you for coming here. Thank you for having me. I'm yeah. really excited about I'm this. I'm excited. Um, you you might be the person I've, I've interviewed that I know the least about. Because cool. so, we met... When I was an angsty teenager at Ramshorn writing in notebooks yes. at odd times in the night, which used to be right where that home improvement box is. Now they're in a drawer over there, but I still have all of those spiral bound notebooks. Um, and then you knew my brother at some point, didn't you? We worked at Joe's Crab Shack together. Yeah. Was I there when you were there? Because I went yes. to Joe's. Okay. Yes. Yeah. There's a. At the end of me leaving. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That, that was a time in my life I was. <laughs> I think we were just. Working, drinking, sleeping, working, drinking, sleeping yep. daily. So, yep. Yeah. Early 20s. a little fuzzy from that's, I know, that's why I'm like, I'm like, I do think so. Yeah. I do. Um, and then you went to Violet Salon mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, look at you. I remember I remember plenty. I think I still have your business card from yep. Um, And then I don't think we've talked much since then. Uh, then I went to Randolph's. Okay, yes. And then um, I started to do hair out of my house. Okay. And then I got pregnant. <laughs> Happens. And <laughs> then became psychic medium. Okay. And stopped doing hair. And now I'm stay-at-home mom with abilities. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's unpack some of that. Yes. Um, <laughs> jumping back, the stuff that I definitely do not know about you. Okay. Uh, childhood. Parents. Oh. Okay. Well, um, to sum it up, I come from major dysfunction. Okay. Like extreme dysfunction, alcoholism, domestic violence. It's a common thread um, on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's a co- my my personal opinion. I think it's a co- I think it's very common for um, a lot of our generation. Yeah. Um, I think that we are here to stop to end the cycle yeah. because really all it is is just old patterns and old tapes being played out and it's it's up to us to sit here and say we're done like yeah. i'm not i'm not doing this well our parents came from a generation too where like 
Smoke if you're pregnant. Yes. Alcohol's well, fine. And not a lot of emotional. Oh, yeah. Like they didn't have a lot of emotional Complete support. detachment. So they didn't know how. And mm-hmm. what I always think, like now that I'm a mother, is you always want to do better than your parents. And so yeah. I do believe our parents really did do their best because they were still always trying to do better than the generation before them. Yeah, that's but a positive I, way to look at it. I do think with the access to information that we have nowadays, especially about brain development and behavioral patterns, I think it is up to us to really end it. So we stop, you know, so I call a lot of us and a lot of us that um, I've done readings for yeah. um, tend to be in the same age group. Um, we're the cycle breakers. We're the ones that like hope so. we're here to end it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't know what happens if we're not. Well, <laughs> yeah. And then, so I guess, um, yeah, just, I, like I said, like extreme dysfunction. Did you grow um, up around here? I, as a little girl, I grew up in Picayune, Mississippi, oh. which is, I think, gosh, if I'm right, maybe about 30 minutes outside of New Orleans. Okay. So that's where I spent most of my childhood. And then we moved up here. How old were you when you moved up here? Ah, uh, third grade. Okay. So, so you were down there for <clears throat> nine years? Yeah. Okay. So you, have, you still have some good memories of Mississippi? You or know, memories? We'll just say memories well, I was going to say, yeah, for the most part, like I... um. I really, I, I don't have, like, I think I liked it, you know, like, yeah. from, from what I can remember. I mean, aside from, you know, a lot of, like, the family stuff, yeah. but... What did mom and dad do down there? Um, My mom was a stay-at-home mom, okay. and my dad was a union carpenter. And okay. so, because of the hurricanes, I guess there was a giant series of hurricanes yeah. that had occurred, and so there was a lot of work. Constantly is down Yes. There. <laughs> so, that's, that's what brought us down there, and mm. then um, the goal was always to come back to Michigan. So Were then, you born in Michigan? Yep, I was born in Detroit. And then when, how old were you when you moved to Mississippi? Gosh, like, according to my parents, (laughs) I believe I was a little more than one. Okay, so right right at the beginning. I have no recollection. Yeah, yeah. Okay, dope. None. So you're down there for eight, nine years, then yep. come back home. And then we lived in Ortonville. Oh, man. Yep. That's where Erica's from. Yep, off of Hadley. <laughs> That's also where her parents yep. are. <laughs> yeah, over on Big Fish Lake. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's funny. And then we moved to Waterford um, to a house that was, um, at the time, the bane of my existence uh, <laughs> because it was in between a grade school and behind a party store. Oh, boy, yeah. And I'm, we looked at a couple of those houses. Yep, so everybody drove past our house. Is this so, off, over off Elizabeth Lake Road? Um, off of... Because <laughs> I, I know a neighborhood over there that is where? literally between an elementary and a party yeah, store. Yeah, no, what is the... Well, I can't think of it now. Um, it doesn't really matter. Airport Road. It was oh, off of Airport okay. Road. Um, Coach's Liquor Party Store. Okay. So it, we, it was yeah, the yeah. pink house. Well, it's demolished now. It's been yeah. um, maybe 10 years. Okay. Do you have any siblings? I have a younger sister. Okay. I, um, I am not in contact with any of my family. Okay. Um, it's uh, my... Um, we all have different <laughs> opinions yeah. as to why <laughs> we are not in touch with each other. But about 10... Years ago, um, I made the decision to cut it off. Yeah, with my mom and my okay, so my dad. Um, let's see, my dad. The last time I saw my dad, I think I was thirteen years old. Oh wow! And then I didn't see him again until I was twenty-nine. That is quite a gap. Yes, and then That's a lot of catch up. I. 
when I, my mom took it really hard because there's a lot of hatred for my father. Yeah. A lot of work needs to be done. Yeah. Um, and so she took it very personally when I wanted to reach out to my dad and um, like a personal attack on her. Yes, and okay. so that that's just been it's it's just the whole thing is just messy. The Did whole you end up reaching out to your dad? Yep, and then we had a six year relationship yeah. where I pretty much spent six years in therapy trying to figure out why my dad doesn't love me. <laughs> Big you know, um, so yeah. that was that was, and then when it finally hit, you know, and it's not that he doesn't love me; it's it's that he loves me in his own way. Yeah, and I had to decide that that's just not good enough, and I yeah. was ready for that dysfunction to be over. So I, I, um, yeah, I'm kind a little, I'm clean, a little island. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of cleaned house of the the relationships you felt were toxic yes. in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. Yep. And okay. um, and it's it's you know, and a lot of people think it's sad. I think it's just that's just all I'm really used to. Yeah. So for me, it's not um, it's not something I cry over. It's not something I'm sad yeah. about. Yeah. I I tend to the way I like to look at life, and th what has helped me the most is what am I learning from it? Because if I if I if I turn everything into a lesson, it's not always trying to find out why, because yeah. that, that drives a lot of people crazy. Because sometimes <laughs> we're, we don't always get the whys. We don't yeah. get the answers to the whys. But when I looked at it, and it's the way that I see it is I learned a lot from both of my parents, like a lot, a lot of what not to do. But then also there's a lot of really good qualities that, yeah. that are enmeshed inside of me that yeah. I wouldn't We're have. All if, products of Exactly. Yeah. So it's just when I was able to give gratitude for all of that, you know, like my dad, my dad, I learned my work ethic from my yeah. dad. So every, every job I've ever had, I've always been at the top, you know, and that's, I learned that from my dad and that helped me to be on my own. Cause I moved out when I was 19. Yeah. Cause I just, you know, I, I needed my independence. I needed to be able 18, to fly. Yeah. Yep. Like, All right. <laughs> and so if it weren't for having that work ethic, I wouldn't have been able to survive. So it's just, you know, and that's just an example, but it's, instead of being sad that that happened, it's, you know, like I pick the gems I find, yeah. cause they're always there. There's, there's always a diamond underneath a tragedy. Yeah. You can always find a positive. Exactly. Uh, whether or not you can, I mean, I'm guilty of not being able to mm -hmm. find that. <laughs> I know it's there somewhere, but. Yeah, uh, similar. I mean, I didn't talk to my dad the last six years of his life. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I understand the, the removing certain things from yes. your life. When did you meet your husband in all this? Oh, goodness. We met at Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> oh. Yep. Do um, I know your husband? I, I don't know, because um, he, he got fired um, for pulling a no-call, no-show. Um, my favorite. Okay, so our story is actually one of my favorites. Um, I, was, I was a shift leader at... Uh, Joe's Crab Shack, okay. and he got hired in as a busboy. And I don't know, I mean, I know now that we were meant to be together, but I just remember back then, like, I just could not take my eyes off of him, you know? And everyone thought it was like, what is your problem? Like, really? <laughs> and I just, I'm like, I don't know. And so, and the truth is, like, I had never had a crush like that on anyone, yeah. like, ever. And somebody I was really close to, a girl, went up to him and just said, will you just go ask her out? Because I can't, I can't stand listening to her anymore. It's funny because this is so not my nature because I'm just not like this. But um, what, and how we, our first date ended up happening was 
we were talking about che- I was talking about chemistry because I was in school at the time taking a chemistry class. Oh, so not chemistry between you no, guys. Chemistry. No, just chemistry. <laughs> okay, just, just double checking. <laughs> and he comes up and interrupts and just says, oh, I can help you with chemistry. And I was like, that would be great. I really need help. Like, yes. Yeah. And what he didn't know is I took honors chemistry in high school. <laughs> so and you I did was, not need no, help. And I was already tutoring um, chemistry like other students. Yeah. I actually really loved chemistry. This is, this is traditional, the girl playing dumb for... Yeah, and so we're sitting at Big Boy. Okay. And we're sitting at Big Boy, and he's teaching me um, <laughs> chemistry. And then I was like, oh, and because my the people I was tutoring, I just asked their questions, you know, to totally... That's really funny. <laughs> ...to play along. And yep. um, so that's that's how that happened. And then it was, it was quite, it was quite torrid, you know, because we were young, you know, and he was a young guy that didn't want to settle down. And it was like, we, we were it, but without the label. I don't know how to describe it. And then for 10 years, just in and out of each other's lives, just constantly, you know, just, you know, and then this last time, this last time he came back and I could just tell he was just a completely different person. I don't know how to describe it. It was the first it was, and I think what was so nice because it was somebody that knew me. Yeah. And it was when I saw myself through his eyes. That familiarity. Yes. Yeah. And I just was like, oh my gosh, I really like what I see when I look at myself through your eyes. And I had never really felt that with anybody before. And um, I tricked him again <laughs> um, because we. <laughs> it was real severe this time. Yes. I was like, Sam, no driving. Yes. I couldn't even speak words. It was terrible. <laughs> No way. So, so what this was... time around, I was just like, I mean, it was just obvious. Like, and then I was old and, you know, I was older and had really nothing to lose. And I was like, we will be together. Like, yeah. like, why is this not happening? And um, his was, he wasn't where he wanted to be in his career, okay. you know, and that's that he was like wanting to focus and do all of that. But um, what ended up happening was prior, you know, like I went out with some girlfriends. I met this guy. He gave me his phone number. Turns out he had a girlfriend, but was sex or sexting me. Yes, and I was like, "You have a girlfriend, ew!" But then, like when Ryan was around, like if we were out together, I'd be like, "Oh, here, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna text him." And then all I would do is just text hi, and the guy was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like would blow up my phone, and I would just put my phone close to Ryan, and so he could see that another man was texting me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, there's that." <laughs> That guy, he asked for my phone number when I went out, you know, and uh, and that was just kind of, and then boom, Trying here we the, are. The jealousy game. Yep. And then here we are two kids later and not going anywhere. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> um, so I guess let's jump into uh, when you discover it. And we went over this a little via text, so uh, I'm tiptoeing around words. <laughs> Um, but and you discovered that you were a medium or, uh, from what you, from what I've read and, and I'm guessing you're still going to keep, uh, the soul therapist on Facebook. If you guys want to check that out. Um, you always had some sort of connection Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until later in your life you're able to kind of define it and see, see it for what it is. Yes. So tell me a little bit more about that. I, um, so when I was little, it was just always, it was, it was something I just, I was, was just normal. Yeah. Like I didn't realize that this wasn't, you know, that this was like a gift or that this was special. And then in my twenties, um, a lot of stuff was starting to happen, but this was, this was when the internet was dial up. 
So it was in good it, old days. Yes, and it was not as easily accessible as it is now. Yeah. And um, gosh, Amazon wasn't even around. So <laughs> if like, it was, it was books only. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And so it was really hard to like even know what to what to, to to find. But I had all of this stuff happening to me, and really, what it did was it scared the living daylights out of me. Well, when you say it when you were young and you thought it was normal, what is it? Oh, I'm sorry. My gift, um, being able to see people and okay. um, so know you physically things. see. When I was younger. Yes, okay. I actually saw people. Um, like I, I hated sleeping in my bedroom because that's like at night was when it felt like they all came out yeah. and um, no one listened to me. And I remember having friends, like actual friends, and my mom would say that they weren't really here, but I just was like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, they are. Like this is, you know. Do you remember this all throughout, like Mississippi, Michigan, yep. and all of it? Michigan, I don't remember as much, okay. but also too, that's when um, that's when when the abuse towards me started to happen. Okay. Is when um, so there was when we were in Mississippi, it was it was um, domestic violence with my with my dad on my mom, and then when we moved up to Michigan, there was um, you got thrown the into tables that. were t- were turned on to me. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> and so I think that 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 might have been why. Yeah. A so lot there's, of there's it. trauma that's blocked out a lot of that. Yes. Yeah. And gotcha. so um, so that, I don't really remember having it. But I do remember when we lived in Waterford, um, we lived in a house, I think it was 100 years old at the time. So that house that we lived in was 100 years old. And um, there was something in my closet. And um, I think it was a little girl. Okay. I just... All I know is it scared me. Yeah. And so I didn't use Scare me too. <laughs> and I didn't use my closet, but I also but there was also no education. There wasn't anybody that, you know, was there to tell me yeah. she's just trying to communicate, you yeah. know. Like, All you had was Dionne Warwick. Yes. On, uh, on yes. TV. Yes. <laughs> and it's so and then I remember um somebody walking up and down the hall all the time um and it like then i'd open the door and there was no one there um so that i remember um and i just always remember like it was almost like they were they didn't know how to communicate you know to me so yeah. they were they were very loud in a sense like moving things um hiding like, hey, things pay attention to me yes and, yeah. like knocking like actually knocking on doors tickling my hands pulling blankets off of me you know just like different things and i know yeah. like like some people probably think this is like super scary <laughs> and it was to me at the time like it really was straight out of paranormal activity yes <laughs> And so it's, it's, so what ended up happening was, um, oh gosh, this is quite a journey. Um, so then what ended up happening was I found this book, which, um, again, I don't really think that we find books. I think that they find us sometimes. And it was called You Are Psychic. And Pretty I, was, straightforward. I know I was like, well, this is perfect. And it was written by some like MIT professor. Yeah. I that, need to find one that says you are a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have that. <laughs> but I want it to find me. <laughs> See. So what, how old are you when you find the book? Oh, this is, I think, 23. Okay. And it goes through, like, all the different types of gifts, like the knowing, the hearing, the sensing, you know, all of that. And the truth is every single human being has all of them. Yeah. But we are stronger in, in one or two or three areas more than we are the others. Like... um, like, you know, I can't, oh gosh, I can't remember all the names, but one is like where you can smell, you know, certain scents. Okay. Um, so I have that as well. It's just not my strongest one. Yeah. Um, and then like you can actually hear, 
It's, you know, it's, um, and you can see, like you have visions. Um, and then there's knowing, which is the most common one where it's yeah. just like, like, I just know, I know to turn right, not left. I don't know why. I just know. Just intuition. Yes. Yeah. And so that's the one that most, you know, everyone mostly yeah, yeah. has. But, um, and so he's talking about all of that and how he leads these retreats and these groups and how he teaches people. And I'm like, I want one of you. Like, I want someone to come and help me with this. And the strangest thing happened, I will never forget this, when I was at Ramshorn, I worked midnights. And this, um, and I think midnights really messed me up, too. Um, because, like, it's your, your sleep yeah. is... Um, and so that's when Circadian like, rhythm and yes, like, yeah. and that's when I saw the most and that's when the most was happening yeah. to me was during that period of my life. And this man pops in and um, just like looks at me and he goes, I'm here for you. And it was just like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what is that? We have a date at seven. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> what is this? And so then we ended up talking and it was like, I mean, like he like actually knew, like, he knew about my childhood. Like he just, he knew all of this. And he goes, he goes, he goes, you asked, you know? And I just was like, I can't believe that this is happening right now. And then he gave me a couple tips. Yeah. And then he basically told me that I, I have the power to shut the door at any time that I want. And I, at, and, and this was prior to having like cell phones the way that we do. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like you could be like, oh, just give me your number so I can keep in touch with you. Yeah. It was just like, I think like there was something that I just, I knew I was never going to see him again. And I remember I took him saying to close the, like, you know, close the door very seriously. And yeah. so I did. And then fast forward to about five years ago, okay. about five and a half years, more than five and a half years ago, almost six years ago, um, my father-in-law actually passed away in our house. Oh. And um, wow. he was house sitting while we were in New Orleans. Oh, wow. And it was, it was a tragic, it was a tragic yeah. death. Um, he... Uh, he he was an alcoholic, drank a lot, and then got hurt. And I remember thinking, like, oh, my gosh, do I even want to live there? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just remember thinking, like, because how weird is that, you Someone know? Died in your house. Yes. Yeah. And that truly, his death, and I don't know if it was just because it was in our house. I, I, I don't know. It, it yeah. just, but his death opened so many doors for me. And I'm not even kidding, like just so many. And it was almost like it was it was once once I was able to get past some of the grief. Yeah. And um, were you close with him? You know, I it's so funny because like it's we were. But I think we had a special relationship because not I don't think that many people even realized um, he shared a lot with me. Yeah. And I think it's be, I think it's because of my past. Um, he would talk to me on the phone a lot. Like I remember before he died. He, he, he asked me not to tell anyone and I didn't and I, 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 but I didn't, I didn't know what to do with his information at the time, but he, he basically got back from his doctor's appointment and told me he was terrified because um, he had a bad heart and his liver was failing and he was really scared and he asked me not to tell anybody, especially, you know, Ryan yeah. and I, I mean, I did, I kept that secret he and confided in you yep. pretty vital information. Yep, and yeah. that's that was kind that was our relationship. And um and my husband, this is not true about him now, but um my husband's not very free with his emotions. Yeah. Um and it's going back to our parents' generation. Yep. <laughs> and uh so my father in law always made sure 
that, you know, he would tell me like little tiny things that, you know, about Ryan to just to help me see, like, this is how my son loves. Like, so when he does this, this is because he loves you. He does not, you know, like just like different. That was, I feel like that was my father-in-law's way. Do you know what I mean? So that was kind of our relationship. So yeah, I would say yes. And he, he, for me, he was somebody that I, I, I just, I knew would always be there for me if I, you know, I don't know how to do Like, I just, I knew how much he loved me. Yeah. And it wasn't just me. It was, it was, he loved me to be part, you know, for, for this family. He yeah. loved me for, you know, to be with Ryan. He loved and, you in your role. Yes. Yeah. And so it's, so yes, we were close, but it wasn't, I don't know. It's, it's, um. Because it's very difficult for me to talk about my relationship or even the fact that I can still communicate with him at will um, because it upsets a lot of my husband's family members. Um, And so it's and I think it's a lot of them. I don't think they knew what where where Steve and I were even before, you know, his passing. And it's it's I remember shortly after he died. I was surrounded by it. Like, it just, like, animals were coming to me. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, and not getting scared. Squirrels, birds, um, like, just, you know, chipmunks. Um, I could just, like, my gifts started to really open up. Um, I I don't know. I, it just, it got, it got really just, just, just very strange. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, the door opened back up. Yes, like, but like this time it just flew open. Yeah. Um, I was seeing auras, like I was like actually like without even trying, like it Around was people, it was just yeah. like all this stuff was happening, and I was like, what the heck? So we, my um, girlfriend, I called her somebody that I knew I was that I that would not look at me like I was a crazy person, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I swear that squirrel was talking to me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Pretty sure I came back from New Orleans and I am Snow White now. <laughs> Or Cinderella. Exactly. Check out this dress the birds made for me. Yes. Yeah. And so, and so it's like she was the only one at the time I could confide in. Yeah. And she looked at me and she goes, we need to go see a psychic. Like, we need somebody to explain this, you know? And I was like, all right. And we went to this woman and I actually got Ryan to go. Um, and Ryan's the one that picked her out based on her reputation. Because okay. uh, the one thing I should premise this... My husband is, um, we live in two different worlds. Yeah. Is he a skeptic? Not so much anymore. <laughs> it's it's still sometimes like, uh, he'll be like, well, that's just coincidence, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's magic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway, so when he said that he was going to go and he picked her, I was like, oh my gosh, we have to do this now before he changes his mind. And we went and the woman um the, the psychic and uh she, i mean just she's just she was just incredible like i i i couldn't even believe all the information that came through and she told me that i had the gift but i was like yeah i think you say that to everybody <laughs> you know yeah. and i still didn't believe her but she she was able to explain a lot to me and so what i did was instead of going the psychic route that's when i started to open up more spiritually Okay. And I started to learn more about the chakras and meditation. And I got really into meditation and started to um, learn about being present and, and bringing myself more um, more peace, more calm. Yeah. So I wasn't really necessarily looking to be a psychic, but I feel like um, 
the more I was taking care of my spirituality, that's when my gifts started to become stronger. Was there any form of specific form of meditation that you were, you you were know, using at the time? Honestly, what helped me, because I had never meditated before, yeah. and every therapist I had ever seen, meditate, meditate, meditate. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Like, how do you just meditate, right? Like, Turn your focus inward. <laughs> but I know, like, what do you do? Like, how is that? And again, synchronicities, like the craziest thing, Facebook, you know, like yeah. the like on the top of my news feed was this free meditation with Deepak Chopra and Oprah. That's cool. And I was like, okay, universe, I'm hearing you now. You know, and I was, I was actually in New York because I was still a hairdresser at the time. And I was in New York um, to become like this, like um, to work for like a big hair company. Okay, and cool. I had gotten hired. So I was there for their induction. And when I got that, I was like, and then I thought it was strange because the day one was the day that I got home. And I was like, okay. And they had talked about meditating there too. And that's when I was like, okay, I hear you. <laughs> and so it was the Deepak Chopra that ended up um, like nice. their free yeah. meditation that ended up really, and then I really got into it. And um, it, it like to me what it felt like, because a lot of them were guided. And so it was a lot about um, moving things out of the way and helping you with your perspective and really digging in deep. And there was these journal questions. Yeah. Um, you didn't have to do them. I did. But it was just like it, it was I started to learn more about myself. Yeah. And that helped peel back a lot of the layers. And now um, I am a huge advocate for Insight Timer. What is, which is what? A free meditation okay. app. Like I tell this up to everybody, Insight Timer. So I got into meditation and then that's when I didn't know at the time, but I was having visions. Okay. And I didn't really know that they were visions because I really just thought that you're that was part of meditation. Saying it in your meditation. And um, can you elaborate on like an example of what that would have looked like? It, oh gosh, um, some of them like I would be, I would be in somebody's house, okay. right? Like somebody that I knew, and I would be in their house, and I would be watching, you know, like an argument take place, and it was just like there was just like this knowing where this is going to end, you know, um, and then it would. Yeah. months later but like it was just something um or um it's called astral travel have you ever heard of astral I haven't. okay so astral travel is okay so there's this um astral travel so there's there's all these different um there's all these this is i'm so stepping out of my comfort zone talking okay. about this i hope all of you know um <laughs> It's just because in my world, I look like a crazy person when I talk about this stuff, but not here <laughs> in. OK, so when you astral travel, what there's for lack of a better word, there's these dimensions, yeah. right? Well, I'm familiar with the idea of like an astral plane. OK, yes. Um, OK, so it would be like actually going to one. OK, and you can. So when you astral travel, you can either place yourself like in somebody else's home. Yeah. Um, you can place yourself in a different country or you can go to exactly what, what you're talking like about. The, astral the different plane. astral planes. Yeah. You can go in the past. You can go in the future. You can. This is big with uh, with like monks and stuff. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. And I know this is a really bad example and I apologize, yeah. but uh, I have to say it because I keep thinking of it. Did you? <laughs> I'm really sorry. But do you remember the movie Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley? No, I have <laughs> never seen that. Well, they he communicates with his sensei like on the astral plane. Yes, okay, there you so go. So they meditate and they, yes. they transport themselves in there. But of course it's Chris Farley, so yes. it's, 
<laughs> but um, but yeah. yes, that would be that's... it. And if you have two people, like if you have somebody that's 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 able to do something like that, yeah. like you can definitely you can even do that during in your sleep. Um, so like a lot of the times, people astral travel that don't even that aren't even fully aware of their gifts, yeah. and they're able to astral travel. Like what I was told, and this is this is this is. Um, and I guess in the circles that I run in, yeah. this is a very popular thing. Because again, there's the the hard part with a lot of this is there's there's no proof. There's nothing concrete yeah. because this is all tan, I mean, you, you know, intangible. Say the same yes. thing about nearly every religion. Yep, and you because you can't hold it, you can't, yeah. you know, and it's it's all. But but what I always start to think is like if the same if if so many people that have never met each other are kind of saying the same thing and describing the same thing, there might be something to it, yeah. you know. Um, so what they what they say is a lot of the time like if you if you slept through the night and you're you had a good night's sleep but you wake up and you're tired most likely you were astral traveling okay is what they say and so there's a lot of souls out there that are um going to the different dimensions and going to different places and healing so um astral travel is not something that i can actually do at will gosh that would be so awesome um but it's something that sometimes happens and for me and i and i'm and i do believe that this is for other people as well but it's the best way for for me to describe it in my own experience is that's where i receive a lot of my my um information or like downloads or wisdom um because there's sometimes there's things that like I, I, I just I just know. Yeah. And I really don't know how to tell you I know. I just <laughs> I really just know. And I feel like that's where a lot of that happens. Um but what but when I was having those visions I didn't know. Like I would be um like I actually saw myself pregnant mm-hmm. and we weren't even talking about having kids yet. Yeah. Um but and, and it was like I and I didn't believe it at the time, but I saw I saw like so much of how like a certain part of my life was unfolding and I was like, no, no, I don't want something like that. How can, and then boom, it all happened. So it's just, um, so my, my advice to anybody is write it down. Cause that's something I wish I would have done. Yeah. Cause a lot of it, I just was like, I don't think so. And then, you know, it ended up being true, but it, it that's when I started writing it down and things started happening, then it was, a, I was, I was able to believe in myself a lot more yeah. and that helped strengthen my gift because then I had the confidence and then I think that 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 has a lot to do with it that's understandable yeah <laughs> I always wanted to write I always want to write stuff down because I have uh I get deja vu a lot yes like and it's always to the point where I feel like I can almost predict the next thing that's gonna happen yes you know what I mean um but I don't like just like as deja vu is you don't know when that original thought came yep. <laughs> but you're like I mean, this has played out before <laughs> well they say deja vu is kind of like like that's like a download it's almost like a like a glitch in yeah. the system in the matrix yes yes <laughs> and um so it's almost like like a little tiny glitch so um if if you are aware the next time you're in deja vu if you're aware just sit there and say i'm open I'm really open and you might get more you might get more information um if you if you yeah. want like if that's if that's a route that it's you want to try but that's all you have to do because it's um for me like when i i have deja vu that it, it's 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 not like a classic deja vu to me it feels like i've stepped into something like um like i pulled back a veil you yeah. know um kind of like the best way to describe it is 
the way Dorothy feels when she gets to Oz. Like, <laughs> what is this? You know, yeah. um, it's so I have that sometimes, and that's where I'm like, oh, they're taught, you know, like somebody's like they're they're they're, they're trying to get my attention because that's yeah. really what deja vu is. It's yeah. mine always feels like I'm temporarily like watching the situation yes from the outside yes you know what i mean yes that's how this so like, it, i know i'm in it but i'm not participating in it it's just happening <laughs> so after you see the psychic you figure oh, yes. out you have um, abilities where do, where does that lead to so basically everything that she said was going to happen in my life like literally even up yep. to me moving to florida because that was the Which last is happening right now. Yep, and that okay. was the last thing that she said. So it's kind of like, should I go back? You know, <laughs> like what else? What, what's going to happen for my next five years? Yeah. I'm going to need the next plan here. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> you know, I mean, like I can't just live my life. I like, got to budget out groceries. <laughs> Let me know what's going on here. <laughs> and um, then it was my son was almost a year old, and I was doing hair for this um, this newer client. I think I had only done her hair a few times. And um, I was doing her hair, and this man showed up. And this is not the first time something like this had happened. Yeah. Um, it just was... Because um, normally I'd never deliver the messages before. Because I was like, I, like, I'm not telling this person. Were you physically seeing the... No, okay. I could feel him. Okay. Like, I could feel, like, an actual person stand. And that's how, like, a lot of them come to me. Like, yeah. I, can, I can just feel like there's a person, like, next to me. And I can I can tell how tall they are. I can tell their build. Um, and then that's when I ask them, like, okay, show me what you look like, you know. Um, yeah. Give me some of your features. Like, you know, like, let me know. And it's funny because, like, whenever, like, when I'm doing readings for somebody, it's, it's so weird because, like, some of them will just show me, like, like I remember this one, it was just jeans and a belt, you know, and the woman started crying right in front of me. She's like, that's my dad, you know, and um, I'm like, that's why he, you know, so I had no idea what he looked like, but it was just like, that was something that was clearly iconic for yeah. him, like something that she would know. Um, but this one, he showed up and like literally tapping on my shoulder. And I just remember like looking behind, like thinking like, what the hell is this? And I, then I heard a voice that said, tell her, tell her, tell her. And it, like he, he wouldn't stop. And I remember thinking like, okay, no, this is not happening. Like, this is not happening right now. Like, what is this? Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden I couldn't hear. And it was like, my hearing was like actually gone. And I like, and I remember thinking like, what the hell? Like I just, it was the strangest thing ever. And I see her lips moving and I can't hear anything. And I'm just like stuck in this like static silence. Yeah. And then I blurted out whatever it was that he was telling me to tell her. And I still don't know what it was to this day. I don't know. Cause wow. I couldn't even hear myself. Yeah. And then she looks up and she looks around and she says, is Chuck here? And I was like, Oh my God, if he is like the most annoying person in the whole world, like, yes, like this is Chuck. And she just is like, can I talk to him? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, and I just remember. And then before I knew it, I am like literally flat out giving her a full on reading. I mean, I knew like what, and I, this astonished me as much as it was her. And I think like yeah. the both of, like, cause I just couldn't stop. Yeah. Like it was like, I tapped in to something through, and yeah. it just came yeah. all of it. Um, I mean, I knew everything, like just, I mean like everything. And she's in tears because she just like, it was information that like, you know, she had been looking for and went to other psychics that, you know, wasn't really able oh, to wow. get. So she was super open about receiving. Yes. It, so. And that was when I was like, Oh, and then I practiced 
and I started practicing on, you know, people I was comfortable with. And is this before um, your father-in-law passes? This is all after. Okay. Yep. So my father-in-law passed away. It will be six years this February. So you weren't having any interactions with him yet? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm all over the place. Yes. <laughs> and I still do. He, um, he sits at the edge of my bed. Okay. And, um, or if I'm having an argument with my husband or, you know, things like we're just not getting along, he helps me. But when this started happening with the person you're doing your hair for, you'd already had some. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like with my, my, my father-in-law, he, so he was a heavy smoker, like a chain smoker. Yeah. So when he shows up, I smell cigarette smoke. Okay. And it actually smells like somebody was literally smoking. Yeah. And that's, that's how strong it is. Um, sometimes it's just his presence and it actually feels like my husband. Okay. Um, my son uh, saw a picture and says, like, he plays with me and, and you know, like in the backyard and oh, then wow. he plays cars with me. And I just thought like, oh, my gosh, so that's who you're talking to. And I had already known because, you know, he yeah. had he had told me that um, he watches over Preston when, you know, like when he sleeps. Um, and he's just because uh, I, I always ask him to help me find stuff. <laughs> And um, my husband didn't believe me until I was able to find things like that. Um, And it was just like, we were just like, it's just, it's right there, you know? And so, um, yeah, no, so, so Steve is, um, he's, 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 he has a very large presence in our house, like for sure. And, um. Is that a concern you have moving? Yeah, actually it is. Um, and I cried about it. Yeah. And I know, because I know how it works. I know how energy works, you know, but it's. It's like I remember the the psychic told me a long time ago that my house protects me, and um, I remember thinking like that's, that's why I feel like I've always I've always felt safe to yeah. conduct psychic readings in my house because knowing that she said that, knowing that whenever I've encountered negative energy or very low vibrating spirits, um, they're never inside my home; they're mm-hmm. always on the outside. Yeah, um, and so. I know because everything's connected. Do you know what I mean? Like I know, but um, I I don't know if he's like um, in our house. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so. Yeah, that is. I like. I know I'll always be able to communicate with him. I just um, there's a part of me that's really sad because I don't know if it's going to be the same. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, it's understandable because there's his energy is very much present in our house. But yeah, that that is a concern of mine. So, uh, one thing you wanted, you touched on when we were texting back and forth, um, is what the deceased are telling you. Oh, yes. Um, my, it, it, it's every single one tells me when they come through that I, that it feels cliche because I keep hearing it over and over, but where they are and the the biggest thing that I want everyone to know that has somebody that's passed over, they are not in pain. Yeah. The number one, they are not in pain. It's where where they are is it's 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 very different. Um, it's it's not. I mean, gosh, like it's they don't have sadness. They don't they don't have any of the they, there. There's no stress. There's no worry. There's 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 just zero pain, and it's it's kind of like um, happiness all the time. The biggest thing is what I realized after doing the readings and one of the greatest gifts that's that's been given to me and something that I'm 
I'm on a mission is being human. Yeah. Because when they're over there, the five senses that we have, that that's human. Yeah. So the taste, the touch, you know, the way that we see, because they see things, but they see not the way that we see. Like they don't, they don't actually like watch a sunset the yeah. way that we watch a sunset and how it, you know, transfers into our brain. That that's all human. So it's one of those things that like it's just it it always reminds me how important it is to enjoy life. Like, you know, even if it is just rubbing you know, like running your hands through grass yeah. or, you know, feeling, you know, water on your skin. It's little things you can't do afterwards. Exactly because yeah. that, that is gone. Yeah. And that's completely gone. And that's that is very, very, very human. And I would say the other thing that I that that comes across that I think is really important for people to know is forgiveness is is a crucial um, it's 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 absolutely crucial yeah. where they are. A lot of people die and family members that are still living have not forgiven. Yeah. A and lot of resentment. Yes. And, yeah. That doesn't it, 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 it hurts them as much as it hurts the person that's living. And the reason is, is because when, from what I understand and from what I've been told, when, when we cross over, we're still doing work, yeah. you know, like, and then we become spirit guides for other people. And we're, you know, like, we're all helping. It's kind of like, if you think of it this way, um, and I know this kind of sounds like superhero, like, but like, we're all here to save the earth. Right? Like, it's just... Some of us are doing real shitty I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, that's that's ultimately, like, why why we come here. Do you know what I mean? It, it's to heal, but it's also it's also to um, yeah, get Earth... bigger mission. Yes. Bigger mission. And yeah. to get Earth to, a, like, a good balance. Yeah. Because um, that's, that's where everything thrives is when it's in balance. So what I would have to sit there and say is when people come through... Um, the first thing that they want to say is I'm sorry. And it's it's the truth is it's it's not because they have that feeling of remorse because they can't. Yeah. It's because the where they are, they're in love. Like they just they, they vibrate at the same energy as love. That's just that's all it is. But it's when we forgive them on the other side, we heal ourselves and then we heal future generations, like our children and our grandchildren, all by forgiving this 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 person that's on the other side. But then we also help them elevate, yeah. and we help them do more. So it's this whole idea that everything is connected. And the biggest thing that I have seen a lot is when somebody passes over, and unfortunately, a lot of the time it's um, where I see the most resentment is when the person that passes was an addict. And did a lot of bad things when they were here. And I think addiction is, it's it's one of the most understood things that we have. Yeah. Well, um, there's so much shame involved. Yes. And, and, and yeah. it's, it's, it's it, in my mind, it's, um, I'm so not a trained professional. Yeah. But that is something because I feel with, with the way that I grew up, you know, and I married into a family that, that has, that's riddled with a lot of addiction. Yeah. Majority of the deaths in, in, in my husband's family have been from some form of, of, yeah, of addiction. addiction. Yeah. And when I, when they're over on the other side, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's hard for me because I see their soul. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when I read for people that are addiction, you know, that, that have addictions, it's, it's, you see their soul and it's just like you, what you see is beauty. Yeah. Like beauty in its, its, its 
purest form. And a lot of the time what I have learned on a soul level, again, I am not a trained professional in addiction, but what I have learned is it's, it's this hurt. It's this lack of connection that they feel. And so it's this, this, I don't know how to describe it. It's like this, this void, like I can't feel the pain anymore. I just can't. And so when they're over there, it's, you know, they may have done a lot of things, but I think it's this, this, if we can see everybody, even those that have hurt us as on a deeper level, as, as this soul, as this, you know, um, this, the soul inhabiting, you know, a body, I think that that helps out a lot. And so I noticed that when, um, cause there's, there's, I would have to say, 99% of all my readings, there's addiction involved, involved, either with the person I'm reading for or the person on the other side. There is, so it, it's, it's almost like it's something that touches everybody. Yeah. And, and so when I look at it that way, and it's like, and some of the people that I've read for, I was like, I didn't know you've never talked about this. Yeah. Like, and it's again, what you were saying about that shame. And it's just like, right. if this is something that's such a common thread and we all share it, you know, why, like, why are we not putting more love, you know, into it? And I do, I think that, I think that that helps, that helps a lot, in my opinion. Yeah. I know that kind of went off <laughs> You're fine. topic, but. Um, so these, the presences you feel, what, I mean, where do you, in your opinion, where, like, where do people go then when they die? Like, oh, see, <laughs> and this is where I was telling you, I have a lot of very unpopular opinions. Um, That's fine. We don't have tickers on this, so you (laughs) I, um, growing up as a child, I always thought heaven was like the end goal. Yeah. Because I grew up Catholic. Yeah. Right? So you go to heaven, purgatory, or hell. Feel shitty your whole life and then go to heaven. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And, um, so I always thought that. And what I have learned now is heaven and hell exist right here. And we can make it heaven or we can make it hell. Everything is at our disposal. Yeah. So where I think it's 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 not even a place. It's it's state of mind. Yeah, it is where they go. I don't know how else to describe it. Like it's um because it's not like it's not like they move to another planet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's not like they're now living with people on, you know, like Uranus. They they are they just they're they're with us, they're surrounding us at all at all times. And so it's this whole idea of we are connected. So Wayne Dyer is, is where I got a lot of this from is he calls it the transition. Okay. And so he says that, um, he says that you just, you transition like into another form. So like, like this body is, is one form Yeah. and you lose like you, you so you basically you become formless, you okay. know? And, um, what I would like to believe, um, what I would like to believe is that, like, when you die, you have access to everything, you know? Like, if you want to go see the Egyptians and kind of <laughs> hang out with them, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's yeah. just something I would like to think. But, no, I think, like, what it is is... Um, so, is the, astero- is the afterlife, like, super overcrowded? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I also believe in reincarnation. Okay. So, um in 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 my experience as well um because i i i I don't advertise this because it's just not something um i was ready to start but i I can do past life readings okay so um 
it's and I've 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 seen my own and it's so weird because like when I've practiced on them like again I, I like to practice on people that are safe yeah um, just because it helps me feel a lot more comfortable and open to it but um, it's like I'll say something about like a past life and it just like you can see it in their eyes they're like this makes so much sense why I you know like why I like this or why I do yeah. this and so that's why I think it's reincarnation and. And as for um, overpopulation, the only reason I'm going to say no to that is because there's this idea that there's a lot of new souls that are coming um, to the planet right now. So like you most likely are an old soul. It's just something I can just, you can just sense, you can feel I'm an old soul. It's the gray in my beard. (laughs) (laughs) But we have a lot of like a lot of new kids that are being born. They're called crystal children. Yeah. And they're they're just they're fresh. They've they've never been to Earth before. Um, so it's the unfortunate thing is um, it's it's a lot. It's it's hard for them. It's just it's really hard for them because brand new experience. There's a lot of nasty things that happen on this planet. Yes, there is. So um, it's very difficult for them to to witness. So that's where I think those of us who are old souls where we're called indigos um i I hate labels by the way um but this is just what people call it uh we are here to guide them like we are here to to pave the way to teach them um so that's that's where too like for me what i've noticed a lot is um the world is what you make it you know with um and a lot of people just think i'm aloof but i i do pay attention to social events and a lot of the social injustices but yeah. it's my my favorite thing is and what i how i try to live is by this quote from mother teresa she was asked to participate in an anti-war rally and she said when you have a pro peace rally i will be there yeah and the thought is when you're against something and you match you you match that that same bad vibration and like attracts like right then you're making it grow and it's 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 producing more and it's multiplying because like let's just say you get really angry about something that happened you're allowed to be angry so you're you're more than free to have your emotions but what you do is you look at the polar opposite Right. So like if you're against war, instead of saying that you're against war and start looking at all the atrocities and I'm not denying that they don't exist. I'm not denying that. But by being mad and by focusing on that and by. Yes. And that's all. And and then it's just it's it's kind of you're feeding the beast, like literally perfect time to bring that up for our country. (laughs) Yes. and, And that's what you are. And so it's and it's kind of like, in my opinion, it's like. You know, we have in order for change to come, we have to do things differently than they've ever been done. Yeah. And I mean, like, thank God for the '60s, you know, <laughs> and everything that they did because yeah. we are, we are definitely um, benefiting yeah. from a lot of that, a lot of those protests. But everything was against, yeah. you know, and it's just nothing is ever for. And so it's kind of like if you, um, you kind of take that. And so I guess the reason why I'm going on this is. And I don't know how I'm I, I, like I what I'd like to do with with my kids and how I'd like to be is you can see anything that you want, yeah. you know, in the world. And it's always going to exist the way that you see it. And, you know, and and I do believe that that there are really bad things that happen. But again, from what I was saying in the beginning, what are we going to learn? Yeah. You know, it's it's like we can we can focus on the pollution 
and the ocean and all the animals that are dying and yeah. and the overfishing and, and 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 I've been here like I, I I was I was there for years like I really I was about to go to Greenpeace you know and save the world yeah. and I was vegan and I mean I was just was you know I was that crazy person on Facebook that was constantly posting you know save the bees like how dare you do this like does do people not even know like you're eating GMOs yeah. like I was that person um I really was but but all I was doing was I was just, you know, I was turning people off because yeah. I was angry. But also it's, I wasn't paying attention to all the wonderful things. Like there's that kid who created that contraption that cleans up the ocean. And um, did you hear about this? Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he, this, I think he was 14. I can't remember what country he lives in. And investors picked it up. It's really expensive. Yeah. But it's cleaning up, like it's actually cleaning up. And you have all these people out there. I just watched a video on Facebook about this guy who, with this substance, cleaned up a polluted lake in his hometown. I like, saw that. Yes. I, yeah, I know what you're talking and about. And so it's, if what what would happen instead of focusing on all the pollution yeah. and instead of saying that human beings are horrible, awful people and like, look what we do. Yeah. What if we looked at all the wonderful, amazing human beings that were out there and started giving them the focus? And that's that's what I think happens um, when we put our focus on the negative, because the the truth is everything is energy. I mean, everything 100% is energy. So like always is going to attract like. And, you know, two opposites will always repel. Yeah. And there's there's definitely a benefit to to be said looking at the solution instead of the problem yeah um i lost track i know i'm sorry i totally <laughs> oh, went fine. off subject uh i did want to ask because and you and you mentioned this a little and you it was another thing you said your opinions are unpopular on yeah but uh i think obviously is a fascinating subject for anybody especially with with hollywood and <laughs> um evil spirits yes. demons okay um I don't like the term evil. Okay. And the reason why I don't is because I believe that that's, um, I believe that human beings have the capability of being evil. I think that we have, we have the ability to commit evil acts. Another thing, very topical. But on the other side, it's what we call evil is really just very low vibrating energy. Yeah. And that's what it is. Um, I don't I, I do believe that we can we can we can tap into that, you know, those those um and see and I don't even like to call I don't even like to call them demons. I do <clears throat> I do for certain people because I need them to understand what it is that, you know, yeah. I'm trying to convey, but cause and that seems to be a very popular term. But really it's just it's it's again going with the idea that everything is energy. And what we have to remember as human beings is we have free will. And so nothing can do anything to or for us, good or bad, unless we allow it. Yeah. And that's that's a belief that I have. And that's even from my own personal experience. Um, like, I remember I had this, you know, again, this thing attached to me. And it scared the living daylights out of me like it really did. But what was I? I was feeding it by being scared. Yeah. I was feeding it by thinking it was something bad. And the truth is, I mean, like, who knows? I mean, I, I have no idea what it was. I didn't even try to communicate with it. Yeah. And then I remember reading, and when I learned, like, you know, like you have the power to banish, you know, like to get rid yeah. of them. I was like, what? What? Well, it can't hurt, right? And I just remember saying, like, you're not allowed to be here. 
Like nobody said you could be here. Like you are an uninvited guest, like, you know, go, gone, you know? And so by being scared of it, it was, you know, something um, that was coming. And so like for me, I feel, I, I, I do, I feel energy attacks. I feel energy attacks from people. I feel energy attacks when I'm doing readings on the other side. I can feel low vibrating. What is an energy attack? An energy attack is, um... For me, how they feel is it, it feels like something in my stomach starts like really brewing a storm and like I can just feel like the vibration just like and it's coming up, you know, from my yeah. stomach up into my chest. So if you've ever had like an anxiety attack or a panic attack, they for me, like those anxiety attacks and panic, they start in your chest. Yeah. So imagine it starting in your stomach okay. and building all the way up into your chest, but staying in your stomach. What it is, is it's it's my body communicating or analyzing an energy like either from a presence or with somebody's thoughts because i've had okay. this around certain family members yeah um where like i can just feel the energy attack and then it's like oh they're thinking bad things about me so that's like how you can kind of feel or um a gut feeling yes yes but like it's like <laughs> literally you, but it like just like a panic attack like yeah. you feel like you're being attacked like yeah. it, it feels like your body's attacking you that's how an energy attack kind of feels okay and so what it is is it's it's my vibration lowering and my body saying hey we don't want to get low yeah. we don't like to get low but i'm i'm getting low so i can match you know like what it is um and, I, and sometimes it's difficult to get you know to get out of that because i'm human you know, and so if it's if it's an energy attack from a fellow person, like especially if it's family member, the mind starts going yeah. in and like, well, how could they think this? Like, why? Like, that makes me sad. You know, yeah. this is really hurting my feelings. Where when it's an energy attack from like an entity or, you know, like some other spirit or whatever, it's like, fuck you. Like, what? It, you know, like, get the hell away from me. Like, yeah. you have any idea like who you're messing with? And it, that's the I, that's that's the attitude I had to get. And so. It's so much easier to fight off energy attacks from the other side than it is from people Yeah. for me. And it's because I can't really say that to that person. And I'd probably freak them out because they'd be like, how did you know I was thinking bad about you? So that's that's why I have a hard time believing in evil. And I do think that a lot of people like the idea of evil. But it's it's for me, and this is also another very unpopular opinion, but it's kind of like giving God too much responsibility. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, God gave me cancer. Like, no, you have the ability. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, you know, or if it's God's will, so, you know, so let it be done, you know? And yeah. it's like, we use it as a scapegoat, you know? Yeah. And I think that as human beings, one of the things that I think organized religion has helped us forget is how powerful we are. And that's why I like Taoism the most, because it's, you know, it's all within. And the other thing, too, is this idea of karma. You know, well, I got this because, you know, quite possibly, but it's not, it's it's more of, I like to think of things being a manifestation of thoughts okay. um, over time. And um, just, it's like Dr. Joe Dispenza Holy smokes. I recommend you. I, I mean, anybody follow his work. He, Dr. Joe Dispenza? Yes. He is. Um, I mean, I've been following him for years. What does he do? What is he a doctor of? What uh, is his, he was actually like what a medical. his references? He was actually a medical doctor. <laughs> okay. And I'm started, I started his book called Being Supernatural. And he talks about um, 
how he kind of just basically got discredited by talking about, um, you know, energy and how, and like Dr. Bruce Lipton, another great person. Oh my gosh. They actually teach you how to heal your body with your mind. So like my favorite thing with the biology of belief is, um, he talks about three different groups for knee surgeries, right? Okay. So they, they did one group where they said, you know what? We looked at your MRI scans. You don't need surgery. Then this other group where they actually performed the whole surgery from start to finish. Then this other group where they just cut the knee, stitched it up, and told them that they performed performed the surgery. Out of all three groups, the one that had the actual surgery from start to finish healed the worst out of the other two groups. Now, the group that was told that they didn't need the surgery really did need the surgery. And then came back and didn't. So it's just like this whole, it's just this, it's this, and it's, it's very unpopular. I mean, mind over matter. Yep. And it really is. And so like Dr. Joe Dispenza, which makes me happy is, um, his career is actually flourishing, but, um, it was a big risk that he came, that he took to come out. And he talks about that in his book, um, being, I think it's called becoming supernatural, but it's this, it, it goes again with how energy is tied to everything and how we think and how, you know, like what we want. And it's, there's this other book called um, The Power of Intention and it's these healers. And what they did was they, they did an experiment with people because this was, this was actually um, documented by science. And so you, you have to go through a lot of ethics when you want to practice on people. So they practice on, they practice (laughs) on plants And what they did was they would have like a dying plant and they would have like healers over in England send healing thoughts to this plant and the plant started to, um, you know, flourish. And so it's her and her, her intention behind the book, the power of intention, uh, or the intention experiment, excuse me, um, was to show if we can do that with a plant, what could we do for people, you know, and that's. I think like where I was going with when I was saying about, you know, like collective prayers, collective, you know, and then putting our energy and putting our thoughts into being for something rather than against something. And it's, um, if you want to believe that there's evil, you can believe it. And for me, I find that I, I, I am more empowered by believing it's negative energy and I have more control over negative energy than I do. It down yes, then I do yeah. this thing with claws and sharp teeth and yeah. red beady eyes, <laughs> you know, that's that's scratching at my door and wanting yeah. to come in. You know, when I sit there and I say, your energy. And the other thing too is it's um I think like when we when we think of evil spirits and we think of demons and we we think of, you know, just Gosh, the mind of Wes Craven and Stephen <laughs> King come to life, you know? Yeah. Um, when we think about things like that, it takes us away from a place of love. They say love heals all, right? And so when I come across something that is low vibrating, what are they lacking? Yeah. Love. And it's just, it's, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if it's human. I don't know what, you know, like what dimension it belongs to. Yeah. All I know is it's attracted to my light. You know, and it either wants to dim it or be part of it. 
And so what I do is I just kind of sit there and say, you know, like, may you find the peace and whatever peace means to you, you know, and I send you with love. And it's like quantum physics. It's the whole idea that, you know, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Yeah. That's why I have a hard time with creator, because if (laughs) energy can't be created, you know, like, then what are we? You know, if everything is energy and we are energy, but, and then, so, but it can be transmuted. And so then I think about that evil spirit or if there is something attached to somebody on the other side, because I've had that happen a few times. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that it scares me. It's just, it's very unnerving. It's very uncomfortable for me to be around because it's just very low vibrating. Um, it's just, it, it's kind of like the best way to describe it is like I'm with somebody who's creepy. Yeah. You know, like we've all had those vibes yeah. before, like that person just doesn't feel right, you know. Um, and I felt that a couple of times, but I sit there and just, I, I do, I think to myself, like, you can't, I can't really do, I can't destroy you, I can't kill you, but, you know, your energy can be transmuted from low to high, yeah. you know, and it's just this, this trying to focus and trying to send love. And sometimes it, it I mean, I don't know what happens. I just, I just know that they're not in my presence anymore and I'm grateful for that. So... Is this something you're that you you turn on and off, or is it just a constant? What I notice is, um, like if I, if like you wanted me to give you a reading right now, yeah. I would really have to get into a good place. Okay, is that um, something like walking so, to the grocery store and you're like, oh, here we go? <laughs> well, and I I know for some people, yeah. I know for some people it, they can they can do that. I I kind of set boundaries okay. when when I accepted this mission. You know, like when I said, yes, I will do this, I set boundaries. Um, I have two kids, almost two, almost four, and they are my life. Yeah. And the one thing that I said is I want to be a mom. Like I want, I want to be a mother first. So when I'm with my kids, I don't want anything. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't like, I, I do get like the knowing you know, like, um, like go in that lane because it's faster, you know, or, <laughs> you know, go to Kroger today instead of Tanuda's, you know, like you'll find something on sale. So I get like little nudges like that. But um, I also, I, I don't, I don't want it because it takes a lot of energy. Yeah. I don't want it to be like where I can just see them all the time. Um, so I did ask for that. Um, I, I asked to wait till I'm open. And then, um, what I notice is when I'm, when I'm tuned out, when I, when I'm not tapped in is when I'm not taking care of myself. Okay. And so self-care is huge. Yeah. And, um, if I'm stressed, if I'm, you know, really worried about something or my like mind. like this time before you moved. Yes. Like it's, it is, <laughs> it's stress. very difficult, yeah. very, very difficult because, um, I'm not vibrating very high. Like, okay. So the way I like to describe it is if you think of it as like medium as, like you know as a conduit you know like um, yeah but but also too when i communicate with them they have to lower their vibration and i have to raise mine and so then we meet in the middle okay so if i'm struggling to raise mine yeah. um because my, my 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 mind is occupied or i'm stressed or like i said i'm really just not taking care of myself i'm not going for my walks you know i'm eating bad food or yeah. not sleeping well um it's really difficult for me to raise myself because then i kind of get into survival mode so it's it's almost like i can feel it but i have no idea what they're saying okay. i don't know how else to describe it like it's um like like right now what i'm experiencing um is 
it's really difficult to put into words because I, I really I'm having a hard time tapping in, like even yeah. in my meditations. But like I can feel because we're in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I can feel the energy in the air is trying to say something, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, but I have no idea what it's trying because like on my Facebook page, um, like I, I call them the daily messages. They're the ones that have like the dates on it. Yeah. Those, for the most part, are either just my thoughts, like random thoughts, um, but the ones that, that perform really well, that really help a lot of people, those are the ones where I'm able to tap in. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, like, what do people need to hear? Like, what do you guys want to convey? So those have been um, scarce because it's it's hard for me to yeah. really get in. Um so, a lot going on right now. Yeah. So it's um so for me and I don't and I know for a lot of other people, like it, it works a lot differently. Yeah. And it's the way that I describe it is it's it's like we're all different artists. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's not it's not gonna be the same from one person to the next because we just we have our own unique yeah way of delivering the information. So you you talked about this a little. I don't know what you want to talk about on here, um, but you are so you're moving to Florida yes. soon, um, and you talked about kind of like rebranding yourself. Yes, um, I. Um, so what? Yeah, what? I mean, I got. How do you think people view you now yes. as opposed to what you want to put out there? Well, the soul therapist kind of took on a life of its own, and I feel like it's very that's, popular. Yes, <laughs> and I do think that it's going to continue to do that. Um, I. Where I'm struggling is I know my gifts and I know my abilities yeah. and I know how strong I am and I know how gifted I am. And I think like what, what I had noticed had happened was like I said, like I, I turned into this character, like people, um, it was, it was, it was more, um, can you predict the future? Can you tell me this? Like, um, I'm not a magic eight ball, yeah. you know, because um, trust me, if well, I people could, want that for their proof too. Right? Yes. <laughs> and, and if, cause I, if I could answer questions like that, we would be doing this via zoom on my private <laughs> Island. Cause I would make so much money, you know, but, um, and it was just kind of like, I, I realized that my gifts were more than just being psychic. Yeah. Like I have more abilities than just, um, being able to communicate with the dead people. Like I, I think like where, where, where this was getting really difficult for me was I, there's, I have depth, yeah. you know, and whenever I show my depth, um, it doesn't perform as well as the character psychic stuff does. Like, um, like my, like, I stopped doing this because it doesn't fit with me anymore, but it was something that I was doing to please everybody. Um, astrology posts. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't, I do not deny astrology. I just, I do not. So I'm, I'm going on record of saying it. I do not. <laughs> but for me, it was like, I would, um, I mean, I'm, I am able to read the energy. Yeah. And I'm able to tell people like, you know, like this is what's going on. This is the shift. This is what's happening. But I started noticing if I slapped Libra, or Capricorn, you know, in front of it, you know, everyone was like, oh my gosh, like, I, I can't wait to read this. Like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, I've been doing this since December, you know, like, <laughs> what is this? And so it was just, um, so I started to notice, um, I got trapped in the game of the Facebook algorithm. Yeah. What do I need to post to get the most likes, to get the most shares? Like, yeah. what do people want? And then I started noticing that it, it was not authentic to myself. Okay. And... I think that truth with, with this move to Florida 
and having to stop working and then I'm probably not going to be able to um, pick back up right away and do readings when we get down yeah. there, I feel is um, an answer to, you know, like my distress, like to my distress call of it's time to, um, Take a break. yes, <laughs> but also to like to, to find my voice in all of this, because yeah. I do, I do believe that, um, I do have an understanding, I have an awareness, like the reason why I called it the soul therapist is because I truly believe to be able to become more spiritual, if you can heal, you know, like your the yeah. mind, the psyche, um, I think that, that that really helps a lot. And I wanted to go back to school to become a therapist. And, and it was because of my experiences. Yeah. And I felt that... Um, Instead of sitting there saying, like, well, I read about this in a book, and this is how I'm going to help you. Yeah. It's sitting there saying, like, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from because I've been there. Empathize. And, yes. Yeah. And so that was why I wanted to do that. But then with this gift, it was just kind of like, well, can I do both? And I I don't quite know how yet how I'm going to um, incorporate that. Because it's not that I don't enjoy doing the readings, but I, I like doing... Um, I like expressing my thoughts more yeah. um, um, or translating my like the messages that I get because it's it, I'm de I definitely would never call myself a prophet because <laughs> I'm not like I'm not somebody that can, you know, foretell, you know, like the Twin Towers are coming down, yeah. you know, like I'm just I'm not there, yeah. nor do I want to be that yeah. that's too much responsibility. That's, but um, that's a lot. <laughs> yes. And um, but I guess what I'm saying is it's like um, it's. It's I'd like I'd like to be able to do that. And I think sometimes too, um, I'd I'd like I'd like to do a podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um what I'd like to do because when, when I do a lot of my Facebook lives, not the ones where I'm, you know, doing free readings, but yeah. but like something, you know, kind of just like takes over and I'm able to, you know, share these messages yeah. and they're, they're very impactful for a lot of people because they get a lot of feedback when I'm able to do something like that. And I started thinking like, what if I was able to do that on a podcast, yeah. you know? And so it's, um, it's, it's, it's sort of, um, and then also truth, like, like people, you know, like now I just say I'm a stay at home mom, you know, and I have been, but like, it's like, I'm a psychic medium, you know, people like look at you like, yeah. oh, I'm sure you are, <laughs> you know? And so it's, it's that whole, that whole stigma, you know, that it's, um, it's, it's even hard for me to be authentic or true to myself. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, so rebranding, yes, <laughs> I don't, like I said, I just, it really did. It took on a life of its own. And, yeah. um, well, I think a podcast would be very successful. I mean, yeah, you have you have all the the followers of the Soul Therapist, the Soul Therapist podcast. Yeah, already sounds like a yeah. <laughs> TM <so>. guys, <laughs> copyright. <laughs> Don't try it. So but that's that's what I would like to do, and then um, I a lot of people too, like they they say like in when we've done readings together or when when I've been like when I've channeled information yeah. um, for lack of a better term they can feel an energy like they can feel something shift within their bodies and I'd like to be able to have that yeah. you know like um, accessible to somebody like at any time so it's it's really difficult because um, I don't 
I don't know. It's it's like I was given this gift, and I feel it's very irresponsible to not use it. Yeah. You know, because um, when I've done readings for people, a lot of the testimonials and the feedback that I get is their life changed after a reading with me. Um, they they felt peace for days. You know, after yes, yeah. and. Um, they were given answers to things that they didn't even know that they, you know, information that they were looking for. And so that's what I mean. Like, I know my abilities and I yeah. know what I'm capable of doing. It's just, um, I think it, it, it's that, that learning curve, you know, is where I am. It's, it's kind of like letting it take a, you know, I, like take it's, it's cause those, you know, those astrology posts did, did help me, yeah. but it just, none of them are really, um, me because it yeah. was like okay well i can feel it this is what the new this is what the new moon is going to be this is what's coming through and then i would have to go online okay well where what 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 astrology house is the new moon in yeah and then people would be like well i'm a taurus what does this mean for me and i was always like i have no idea because i don't do astrology yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. i just noticed that you tend to like my posts more if i put astrology <laughs> in front of it yeah. so that was um it made me feel like a poser a liar do you know what i mean yeah. like because i it just wasn't who i was but so stop doing that and, yep and i already yeah. have like and it's well yeah that's i'm sorry yep that's... and um but like i but what i did enjoy and what was really popular and i'll probably still continue to do but the, they do take me a lot of time um were like the new moon and full moon rituals um and it was just kind of like um like the 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 science behind a ritual is it's it's kind of like um athletes you know, like I, I have to have this helmet or I have to put my socks on this way. Yeah. It's that whole um, either it tricks the mind or it really does just, you know, like kind Work. of align. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Like align things up. And so what I have noticed for me personally, and that's, that's why I've shared, you know, like my full moon and new moon rituals yeah. with with everybody is because it's it's kind of like a powerful exercise you know and it's it's just placing things a certain way or saying something you know it's um like like prayers are kind of like invocations yeah. you know it's it's like it opens you up to the energy and it opens you up to receive and that's kind of like what rituals are and so those i would like to continue i really would yeah. i just um like i said they take me a long time to write but yeah. um so that's why i haven't done one but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have no I have no idea. I have no idea. I How have, much longer do you have in Michigan? Um, probably by the end of this month. So a couple more weeks. Yep. Well, that's I uh, thank you. I think you have a a fun future ahead of you. I agree. A lot of a lot of stuff coming up. Yes. <laughs> and living in a very tiny apartment. Yeah. That I am. Um, like I said, you got the beach. Yes, I know. That's what I have to keep. You because, don't like, have a Michigan snowy winter yes, coming. I know because like when I saw the picture, I mean, it's beautiful. It's an absolutely beautiful apartment. But like I'm like looking, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is half the size of our house. <laughs> and then we live on an acre, a fenced in acre. Oh, yeah. And um, so even if we, we didn't get an apartment, if we rented a house, there's no property things. like ours. Yeah, yeah. And so it's um so what I what I've been doing is just um while we have it, you know, for like the next few weeks cuz I actually accepted an offer on the house. Yeah. So the time's ticking for us to get out. Um also but um I uh I just I sit there and I look at the yard, you know, and um how the dogs just can run at you know at at, at at their will and yeah. how much the kids just love it and how it's you know and 
just all of that. And it just makes me think we've lived there for seven years and how much I take, I took it for granted, Yeah, you know, cause it's just, you know, now, now you that, think of the beach as your yard. I know. I know that's, see, that's what I mean. See, <laughs> yeah. The way you have to think, the way you have to flip your mind. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to, that I, I missed? No, I think I, think I added a lot. <laughs> That's that fine. It's fine by me. I appreciate it. Uh, all the, you know, all the stuff you shared and, and it's, it's, it's super interesting and yeah. I'm excited to see what else comes out of it. Okay. I mean, it's a soul therapist on Facebook. Yes. The soul therapist. Do you have therapist. anything? Um, I also have Instagram. I would like okay, more Instagram yeah, yeah. followers. <laughs> What's the Instagram? At the soul therapist. <laughs> Yeah, Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I I do do different um, content. Okay. I, I try my best to, because I have like some of the same followers on yeah, Facebook, yeah. and so I do try to do different content. Um, but yeah, it's really hard to get Instagram followers. Like really hard. <laughs> you could be like my brother and just buy them. Oh my god! See, I know, but I don't, like, then I feel like well, because like some people will follow you just to get a follow, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't even know if I want to follow you. Yeah. So yeah, so follow me on Instagram too. That <laughs> but would be you will great. not get a follow back necessarily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Disclaimer. I can't, I can't promise that. You have to have good stuff. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming over, Sam, and doing thank this. Thank you, Justin, uh, for I appreciate having it. me. This is, this is All right, you just listened to episode three, my interview with Samantha Maltrop. Crazy stuff, right? Uh, and, she, you know, she, she just kind of brushed on it a little bit, coming from uh, the background of abuse and and kind of making her own way for herself and getting, uh, getting to where she's at and her two beautiful kids she has now. And as of this podcast uh, um, airing, she's now in Florida, as we were discussing in there. Her and her husband and her kids moved down to Florida. Uh, she still is the soul therapist, so you can follow her on Facebook and Instagram, and I highly recommend that. A lot of like daily affirmations, and sometimes she'll do Facebook lives where she does readings for people. Um, it's been it's been entertaining, if nothing else, but it's been pretty accurate for a couple that I've seen, especially uh, yeah, with mine, which was nuts because it's not something I typically partake in. But uh, holy crap, the soul therapist on Facebook and Instagram. I'm not sure if she's going to start doing appointments again once she's in Florida. So that remains to be seen. I know I have some listeners there in Florida. Uh, you can reach out and find out. Other than that, uh, follow us on Instagram, friend request pod, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you put your friend requests in. No, I was trying not taglines. That didn't work. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>